This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Pat Benson, I'm here with my co-host, main man, EP, does it all, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. The uh, Falcons are 2-0, and Braves are the best team in baseball. Now it's just time for our boys to take care of a little business. That's exactly right. As always, Atlanta is the capital of the sports world. Everything runs through Atlanta. It's going to be like that this year in the NBA, so I'm excited. And we are down to about 22 days until the first preseason game. And from there, uh, the championship campaign begins. Facts. Let's get it, bro. For sure. So last week we talked a little bit about the point guards and this week we're going to go a little bit deeper because the Atlanta Hawks have an embarrassment of riches at the wings. Several players, um, any of whom could play for uh, several teams in the league. However, you know, there are only so many to- so many spots on the roster, only so many minutes that you can even allot to any given player. So it's going to be really interesting to see what Quinn Snyder does. So Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in, start talking about our shooting guards and small forwards on the roster. Uh, By my count, we've got uh, four shooting guards, five if you count Trent Forrest, who, by the way, signed another two-way deal. He's coming back again next year. I would say he's more of a uh, – he he controls the ball a little bit more. He may be a little bit more of a one. But uh, then we have three small forwards. Uh, I sent you our notes pregame before we recorded this podcast – Right off the bat, we've got to preface this by saying, like, DeJounte's going to start in the two slot, basically, yep. even though he's more of a one, and it's kind of a kind of a funny dance we do. But nevertheless, first true shooting guard on the roster, it's got to be Bogey, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Last year, he was obviously injured for the uh, almost the first half of the season. He had a major knee surgery following the 21-22 campaign. Comes back and is just electric. 54 games played, just under 28 minutes per game, 14 and 3, 40% from behind the arc. Just a total uh, renaissance in his career at the age of 30. And then he's awarded with the contract extension. So, first, you know, he's obviously the best true shooting guard we have on the roster. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no doubt, man. I love Bogey so much. He's such a fun player to have on this team. Um, I was thinking about it before we started. It's there's there's probably 15 teams. We say this a lot with the Braves, doing Braves coverage, like with Michael Harris. He bats ninth in the lineup. How many how many lineups could he bat one through three in? And it's exactly. like with Bogey, like that man, he comes off our bench, but how many teams in the NBA could he start for? I guarantee it's a lot, and he's a blessing coming off our bench every year. And I remember last year, to your point that you brought up, starting the year, all right, when are we getting Bogey back? All right, when are we getting Bogey back? All right, when are we get – so hopefully, you know, he's good to go this year, and uh, we'll have him for, you know – if not all, most of the season. For sure. I think a full healthy off season will be so good for him. Yep. He got to play in the FIBA World Cup. I know that's that may be like 
his favorite thing to do. He really loves yeah. playing with the Serbian national team. So I'm sure he's got to feel rejuvenated coming in. Yeah, from a season. motivation standpoint, that definitely amped him up. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited about that. Expecting big things from Bogey this season. And from there, it gets a little bit more confusing because we're we're not really sure what we're getting from Kobe Bufkin, who's a uh, he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then we have the Matthews, Wesley Matthews, Garrison Matthews, similar production from both players last year. If you'll remember, Garrison Matthews came in late, 54 games played, 12.7 uh, minutes per game. And then Wesley Matthews, who's a little, obviously quite a bit older, 52 games, 15.8 minutes, points, 15.8 minutes per game. So kind of similar production from those two players. Uh, you know, Wesley's obviously on the older side. He's battled some injuries. So I, I'm a little bit more excited to see what Garrison can do. Am, am I crazy for thinking that this rather unproven player might be able to contribute more than Wesley Matthews? I'm not going to call you like totally crazy, but mm-hmm. I would definitely lean towards Wesley a little bit. Um, I'm looking up Garrison's basketball reference. Mm-hmm. So it looks like when he was in Houston, he was averaging 13.4 uh, mm-hmm. minutes a game. And then when he got to Atlanta, it was nine. Mm-hmm. He appeared 45 times in Houston versus nine in Atlanta. Yeah, like, and I know that obviously we're a little more backed up than the Rockets yeah, are, but for sure, I just he i feel like he had like two or three games last year where he really really looked like okay this guy maybe he can contribute this year so unless we see a couple of those off the bat i don't know i don't know how garrison's going to do this year yeah exactly he came in and it provided a nice little spark there but then like the lineup kind of the rotation kind of tightened up i think it was around the same time quinn snyder came in and the hawks were for real just trying to get into the playoffs so, yeah, uh, everything tightened up. True. I think he got squeezed out. Could be part but, of that. Yeah. Like Quinn was like, let's just keep these good guys in and try to get a little push here. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, 82 game season, hopefully it reverts a little bit back closer to his Houston levels of production, in which case I like it. Like I saw firsthand last year at practices and before games that his work ethic mm-hmm. and I was really impressed. He is like you would walk in before games and he's ringing wet and like cursing himself out if he's missing a shot no exaggeration at all so that's why i'm kind of a garrison matthews believer and then wesley matthews obviously you know veteran leadership uh been there done that but you know just 31.5 percent from the three last year kind of kind of shade it's kind of giving justin holiday shades of justin holiday he's a better defender than justin though right yeah i don't know that was kind of justin's calling card too though was his defense that's like what we kept trying to tell ourselves after they traded for kevin herter it's like well he's he's going to play good defense and you know not enough to keep him on the court unfortunately yeah we'll see man i don't know i'm not going to say i have high high hopes for him but hoping that he can come off the bench in that second unit and you know do some things yeah exactly and you hit the nail on the head it's with the second unit obviously Dejounte. even though he's a point guard he's going to be occupying the two spot he's going to be playing over 30 minutes per game. So it's it's tough sledding for some of these guys. Uh, after bogey, it gets pretty tough to crack that rotation. So yeah, no uh, sliding on down to the small forward position. This is the area I'm most intrigued by. It's We got DeAndre Hunter, obviously. He's going to be starting. Sadiq Bey, A.J. Griffin. You know what's interesting is Sadiq Bey and A.J. Griffin both played more games than DeAndre last year. And it was one of DeAndre's better season in terms of staying on the court. I don't know. I really like Sadiq and AJ. AJ. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they're the future. Yeah, I, this I is think. one of those spots that's like, okay, on paper, it's Hunter's spot. But 
once we get the season going, you could kind of see one of those other two guys, you know, maybe taking that step, especially AJ, man, if he, yeah. if he takes that next step and Sadiq's going to get his minutes because th- as good as a shooter, he is, we're going to need him off the bench in certain scenarios. So I'd say Sadiq's minute, uh, Sadiq's floor is, you know, somewhat high because we're going to need him to bang in threes off the bench. And AJ, man, I, I really, the ceiling is so high for him and I want to see him take that next step again. That'd be awesome, man. True. And for Sadiq, he could slide down and play like small ball four a little yeah. bit. So that that's exciting. Like that's the position on this roster. I think where we have really just uh, a lot of potential and I think Sadiq Bay and AJ Griffin are the future. Obviously, Sadiq Bay, look out like he's due for a contract extension, as mm-hmm. is Onyeko Okongwu as well. We'll talk about the power forwards and the centers next week. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes up. Do you think Hunter Bay Griffin, all three of them, finish the season with the Hawks, or does or do one or more of them get traded? I mean, at this point, Hunter's kind of our prime trade piece, really. Like, unless mm-hmm. you consider Inyaka in there, which I don't really like. Yeah. It's just Hunter's gonna Hunter's that guy. If we make a big trade this season, Hunter's gonna be off the roster. So, I would say probably no. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Like, I'm not doing any reporting here, just spitballing. Mm-hmm. Hunter's the number one trade piece, and yeah, and you've got Bay right there. You've got AJ Griffin right there. So yeah, it would kind of make, and even Bogey, like he could slide down and play the three. Yep. If, if need be. So yeah, I think that'll be something really interesting to see play out. Let's see what happened with Sadiq's contract extension. If he signs his rookie scale contract extension, he's not getting traded for at least one season. So pretty exciting stuff happening there. Um, you, and so you alluded to this earlier, you're higher on Griffin than you are Bay. Yeah. I just think the, the ceiling's a little bit more there. Sure. Um, he's younger. Yeah, younger and just I think Sadiq's a little more one dimensional where AJ is mm-hmm. a little more, you know, he can do a lot of different things when if he, if we need him to. One thing I like about both of them is that they're both big bodied, durable, mm. and, you know, you know, it just seems like they're going to play. They're going to be on the yeah. court, which is so important, which is unfortunately DeAndre Hunter is just, you know, battled lots of injuries. Some of them have been like freakish. Like I think it was like a hand or wrist injury yep. two seasons ago. Whereas it just seems like if you're just a little bit bulkier, a little bit heavier, you're going to just get injured less. Yeah. Like. Another Unless you're thing- Zion. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go there. But <laughs> uh, when you're talking Bay and Griffin versus Hunter, another thing there is just the catch and shoot abilities from them two versus Hunter. Like, yes, Hunter can catch and shoot, but if he gets that ball and he sees a little lane he's going to start dribbling and go towards it and then the iso yes. ball starts so i think aj and sadiq are much more you know first thought is okay can i put this up right now versus mm-hmm. hunter is like all right let me get a little closer let me back this guy down so i think that helps our offense at least what we were trying to do last year i don't know if quinn's gonna you know maybe switch that up a little bit this year but mm-hmm. at least what we were trying to do last year griffin and bay kind of fit that a little more i agree it seems like once hunter puts his head down that's yeah. it like everybody get but either get the yeah. rebound or get back on defense he's not passing the ball he's he's driving no doubt. around and that's and that just puts trey and Dejounte in a weird spot because they're such good passers and whatnot mm-hmm. that just kind of limits one of their you know unique incredible things they can do and and Dejounte's not a spot up shooter so it Facts. really it really kind of uh neutralizes him on offense so again kind of a kind of a weird fit but i trust Again, I'm high yeah. on Landry Fields and Kyle Korver, Quinn Snyder. Like, they're going to find a way to make this work. And Hunter's so. a great player. So, you know, he yeah, can do yeah. his thing. And, you know, if he's shooting well, he's shooting well. And we're going to play well. So, it, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. 
isn't that the truth? He he's a streaky shooter. I didn't realize he came out at thirty five percent from three last year wow. because yeah, he he can really get streaky and some nights on you know unstoppable and then sometimes he'll go two games and go like one of ten from three and just it'll really be rough tough sledding. Yeah, man. Well, uh, we'll see what he's at uh, this year. You know, hopefully he. Uh, it's crazy when he ended the was it the twenty two season with the Heat game thirty plus yeah. points. Yeah. Man, he didn't even touch that this coming this past year, did he? Did he even get no. to thirty one game? No, he didn't. And um, not only that, but kind of the same with Trey. Like Trey last year didn't. You know, last year was like all these monster scoring nights from all these individual players like Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. I'm sure there are a bunch of other examples. Maybe even Booker may have been up yeah. like, like 60, even close to like 70 points per game in some situations. And I don't think Trey had, he may have had a 40 point game. Yeah. He didn't I feel like 50. he had like a couple 39s, a 37, but he didn't get that 40. I, I remember what you're talking about. There was like mm-hmm. a stretch where a week or two, every yeah. other day, someone had 40 or 30 or 50. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like way more than that. Like yeah. Donovan Mitchell. 60. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of these guys, they really got off last year and obviously a crazy year last year, coaching change and everything. Yeah. Again, that's another reason. Weird why year. Ex- ex- well, yeah, exactly. Why I'm optimistic about this year is you're not going to have that major shakeup in the middle of the season, unless there's a major trade, which by the way, there was a little bit of reporting this week. I want you to tell me if you believe this or not. All uh, right. Pascal Siakam trade talk still going on. I believe it was Michael Scotto who reported that basically um, our rookie Kobe Buffkin is was like the sticking point in a mm. trade that you know they were saying like that's what broke the deal was the the hawks were not willing to part with kobe like they had all these different players yeah obviously like darn near half the roster but not kobe do you buy that yes or no i did see that report you're talking about do i buy it to be honest no not really i kind of just think the pascal thing is still a the asking price is too high and b mm-hmm. they're still nervous he won't resign I think those mm-hmm. are just the two stuck points. Yeah. If Kobe Buffkin gets the deal done, I think they would send him. Like he hasn't played one game for us. Right. Like why not? Like yeah. it's I, not I like he played him. a little bit and we were like, oh, you look kind of good. And let's like, nah, yeah. dude, he hasn't played yet. Who cares? Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah, it was Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. Want to make sure we get that reporting right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like a legit reporter, but I'm with you. Like really, it's like yeah. the rookie is the is what's holding up the deal. Not the re-signing, not the not re-signing. Yeah. It's the rookie that we haven't seen play yet. Yeah, and not like this monster who's probably going to be in College Park all year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just have a hard time believing that. I would think it would be like Bogey or DeAndre or, yeah. or Jalen Johnson or somebody like that. So I thought that was just strange reporting. I was talking to it one was. of my friends. Um, from another outlet and uh, he was kind of saying the same thing just felt i don't know it's strange but then again we are finishing up the dog days of the off season are we still in silly season or is silly season over so i think silly season is wrapping up we're okay. in the the heat of like summer workout video season we're seeing these guys working out we're seeing lots of ben simmons jump shot videos we're seeing hey oh man we're saying, hey, Dwight Howard, he's working out with the Warriors. <laughs> think, you know, we're we're at that stretch yeah. of the offseason. And we've been wandering through the desert now for a couple months, but luckily we've almost reached our destination because the Hawks Media Day will be NBA Media Day will be taking place in about 10 days, give or take, and then training camp preseason starts. And that, that's when it'll be a little less uh, serious and we'll actually have a little less silly and we'll have some serious yeah. things to talk about. No doubt, man. I'm ready for it.
Yeah, me too. All right. Anything we missed this week? I think we're good, man. I appreciate all the listeners and we'll, uh, you know, hopefully try to get you guys some content that you can, you know, reflect on and get ready for the season four while we wrap up the silly season. That's right. We appreciate all of our listeners. Check back in next week. We'll be talking about our post players. And after that, NBA season will be here. So we'll talk to you next week. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.